Here are five party tips to maintain or to keep losing weight. Welcome to episode number 37, an inspirational one to keep you on track or inspire you to know there's a way to enjoy foods you love and not feel deprived. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. I'm recording this ahead of time because I'm in the mood to do so. I just enjoyed an almost two-hour Zoom session with my new Austrian friend, Brigitte, that I mentioned a few podcasts ago. I think we talked about almost every area of life before we narrowed down the content that she thought would be helpful for her audience. I'm excited to be on her Brands Talk podcast in a couple of weeks. We even talked about the possibility of partnering on something big next year in an exotic location. So stay tuned as those on my weekly short email list and podcast listeners will be the first to know. And by the way, have you clicked the plus follow button at the top of this episode image? Click it now so you don't miss an episode and it will also show up in your podcast feed. Now let's chat about a few party tips for you. Let's start by getting very real. Are you with me? Think about this. We have more information available at our fingertips than ever before. You can Google or pay for weight loss plans online. You can write out or say affirmations. You can count every calorie, point, macro, or container for a while. You can see results for a while, but what happens when willpower gives out? What happens when you're at a party and you want to let your hair down, figuratively speaking? Well, maybe you've been taught to have a cheat day. I too have had that experience, and wow, what a feeling. You suddenly want everything you've been restricted from having. And I don't think I have to paint the picture of what often happens or how we feel later after having a free-for-all. It's one of the reasons I created the Feel Light Mind and Body Coaching, so that you can enjoy a healthy and energized life that is simple and sustainable for life. We dive into things like how to speak to yourself, how not to act from an all-or-nothing mentality, how to set yourself up for success with no need to rebel, how not to be afraid or controlled by the scale, and so much more. But for now, let's talk about five tips that can encourage you to try something different or at least know there is another way. All five tips can be planned ahead of time in a matter of minutes. I'm going to use my family reunion last weekend as an example. So, I woke up on my own without an alarm, which is what I do probably 90% of the time. And that way I'm not jarred out of a sleep cycle because when I am, it just leaves me feeling groggy. So my normal wake up time is usually anywhere from 5.45 to 6.45. So last Saturday, I think I woke up around 
6.45, maybe even 7, and I felt rested. I drank a couple of glasses of water, as I usually do when I was getting dressed. And of course, I dressed in my workout clothes, even though that doesn't guarantee that I'm going to work out, as you probably know. But it does save another decision, an effort later of thinking, oh, I got to go change in them. I'm already dressed for the day or whatever that might be. I tidied up a bit as I was out the evening before. Then I took my gratitude journal, my devotional book, pad of paper, pen, my weekly planner, and of course, my black coffee out onto the patio for probably a half hour or so, just to do and have some reflective time. It's been crazy muggy here this month. So even though it was a cloudy morning, and it wasn't a real fresh feeling one, there was a bit of a breeze. So it was quite enjoyable. After doing my usual reading, praying, writing, and then just taking in my surroundings, I then thought about the day ahead. So let's start with that as tip number one. Ask yourself how you want to show up for yourself and others at whatever event you're going to be at, or simply just hanging out at home. For me, in regards to the reunion, I knew I'd be seeing some family members that I hadn't seen in at least a year. Connection is one of my top values, so I decided I wanted to talk to every person there, including the young ones. In doing so, I'd be doing that for not only myself, but for my dad, who was probably not missing a thing from heaven, and also do it for my family, my immediate family who couldn't be there. So yes, I wanted to be intentional and talking to everyone. Because I mean, who doesn't like being asked how they're doing, or what their yayas are up to? And yayas, you might be familiar with, I don't know if it's an actual term or not, but one of my clients calls her grown children that, and I thought that was really cute for young adults. Because what do you say? Kids, children, when they're in their 20s, that just doesn't feel right. So I've adopted it, and we'll see what Bree thinks about that name, because the time this podcast comes out, she will arrive two days later. Not a bit excited. So yes, I decided my focus was going to be more on the people around me than the food on the potluck table. Tip two, decide ahead of time to take a healthy dish that you love so you're guaranteed one option that can fill maybe half your plate. I made a spinach feta salad topped with blueberries and strawberries, added in some cucumbers and green onions on the side for those who don't like onions. It was summer fresh and so colorful. And it actually did take up half my plate. I took a picture to post to my private groups as well as send it to my aunt, who couldn't make it because she was so fresh post-op. I also added a rounded tablespoon of my old favorite broccoli salad. You know, the kind that has slivered almonds and bacon and cheese and then whatever that homemade dressing is. I know the topics aren't deemed healthy. So you don't need to comment and let me know that. I know. But it's something I might have once every year, if that. So I enjoyed it fully. Now, did you hear that? It's okay to enjoy foods for pleasure in small amounts. It's the overeating and over-desiring, over-focusing on it that spirals us down and messes up our hunger hormones. My tastes have changed, so I was okay leaving the pasta and potato salads. They really don't do it for me. I knew I wanted to enjoy a dessert, but I also didn't want to feel lethargic and like crap later. So I ate my salad plate and made sure I left room for the dessert. I didn't eat until full and then try to fit in, add in a dessert at the end. Tip number three, 
Don't eat your memories. Talk about them and feel them first, and then stick to your earlier decision before you are in the emotion. Feeling emotional creates an urge to eat mindlessly or eat to make you feel better. It can be that you're feeling awkward or uncomfortable. Just be with that. That's okay. And if you're feeling a little nostalgic, sad, like I was with dad not being there, that's okay as well. So if your family is anything like mine, then you probably grew up with a homemade dessert for at least every dinner, if not lunch. Well, dad's younger sister had made my favorite a fresh strawberry rhubarb pie and had also made dad's favorite, which is coconut cream pie. And she may have even made the lemon squares. I'm not sure about that. She was at the dessert table at the same time as I was. I reminisced with her and demonstrated what dad would do after taking his first bite of something decadent. He'd shake his body a bit and roll his eyes up heavenward with delight. You may have heard me share before that he was a diabetic, so you get the picture. Anyway, let me say at that moment, I wanted every dessert in sight. I felt emotional. I still miss him so much. But I let the tears fill my eyes and smiled at what a loving and kind dad he was. I took one spoonful of the coconut cream pie that was a bit messed up by now anyway, so I didn't feel bad about just taking one spoonful. I then took a sliver of the strawberry rhubarb pie and a sliver of the lemon square, like just enough to get a good taste, and it equaled a regular size piece of pie, but was a combo of the three. And I was still sticking to what we call in the Feel Light Mind and Body program, an exceptional eat, not a cheat. And we have our reasons for that mindset wise. My cousin's husband had made homemade ice cream, the same recipe that I used to turn the crank on with dad, or I'd add the coarse salt to the ice surrounding the metal cylinder that contained the ice cream mixture. Do you remember that kind before the electric ones? Most people my age don't, but we still use the old style on the farm. It was a process. Maybe it was one of the lessons that goes along with the thinking from podcast number 35, that things have to be hard to be worthwhile. And by the way, if you haven't listened to that one, I think it's a must listen because you get to listen into Wanda and I's coaching session and her aha moments. That episode is called How Not to Quit Three Feet from Gold. So back to the ice cream. I had one spoonful and was surprised that I didn't love it like I used to. I seriously prefer my homemade ice cream made with frozen bananas. So I think I'm ready to say I've had my fill of the old homemade ice cream maybe for life. No one told me I had to. I'm just deciding that it very well could have been my last spoonful. Can you feel the difference in that decision? Totally empowered. No restriction. I can still think of my dad and the fun we had making it every Friday night. I can reminisce and feel the emotions without having to eat the ice cream. And maybe you already know that. I knew it intellectually, but this moment of clarity and decision felt different this time. So that leads right into tip number four. Remember tip number one? Part of that was you decided how you wanted to show up for yourself. Well, guess what? That includes all of it. Whether you followed through on your plan or not, what you do with that information, your data, will determine how the rest of your day or weekend plays out. This is a very important step that is missing in a lot of our diet experiences. It's what we spent the most time on this past week in our group coaching sessions. 
we too often brush it off with, oh, well, tomorrow's a new day, or I'll just start on Monday. If we do that, then we won't have learned anything about why we responded the way we did. Without awareness, without noticing what we're saying to ourselves or not saying, we can't change. We'll just keep having these yo-yo experiences. It will feel like you're on the struggle bus and that losing weight is hard and has to feel restrictive. Yuck. Seriously, I don't want to live life that way. But I also want to have energy and feel comfortable in trendy clothes if I want and comfortable in my birthday suit with the one I love. Okay, tip number five. The question is, which one? I'm looking at the list of feel light points and they could all be tips. But let's go with No matter what, be honest with yourself. When you feel safe and confident in how you're going to choose to talk to yourself, then you don't have to avoid the facts. You won't have to lie to yourself or make excuses that aren't helpful in the long run for what you really desire. And yes, it'll have to be a deliberate choice, as you also may have a loud inner critic. I knew there could be a few consequences later for this exceptional elite, but I was okay with it, as I'm in this for life. And being honest with myself and planning ahead of time, I knew I wasn't willing to look at it as a cheat day and have everything I had an urge for because I know my body now and I didn't want to keep wanting more sugar or processed food all weekend because if I tried to eat it all, I'd feel it in my digestion as well as in my mood and energy level. As it was, I did feel a little bit low later. It might have been from the emotions of missing dad and being the only one from my immediate family there, or it could have been the sugar rebound effect. This is really a bonus tip, but let me add that instead of acting on the urge to comfort eat, I journaled my feelings while sitting outside, prayed, talked it out a bit with someone I love, and basically ended my day in reflection. Very similar to how I started my day. I find in doing so, I feel nurtured and I build up inner strength and confidence that I have my own back no matter what. And that, my friend, feels so good. It brings peace to my mind. Food can't solve for peace. It can bring some temporary relief by providing a dopamine hit, but that good feeling is only temporary. And then your brain prompts you for more of the same and the vicious cycle continues. At the time of this recording, it's summertime here in Canada, and we love it. Some of my clients have said that usually they take the summer off and just say, I'll start back in September. But this year, they wanted to learn how to navigate the party temptations and deal with the summer food habits and traditions. So we continue to work together and coach on challenges like being at the lake, camping, barbecues, pool time, travel, being off schedule, and whatever else they're needing. Not one of us are doing it perfectly. I don't encourage trying to be perfect, as that too often leads to rebellion, giving up, or a whole lot of mind drama. We don't all follow the same plan, because we don't all have the same lives, the same likes, the same dislikes. The tips we just talked about are a few of the ways we're embracing all of the summer experiences. So before I end, let me encourage you to try applying even one of these tips, whether you are listening to it in the summer or listening to it in the winter, because you know, there are always social gatherings with lots of food and beverages, no matter what the season. Okay, that's it for this week. I'll add two links to the description 
The link for a complimentary 20-minute consult if you'd like to know how this might be a fit for you and make a decision that feels good for you. Whether it's a yes or no, you'll leave with a boost of empowerment. The second link will be for Clarenda's Empowerment Coaching's short weekly email, where I add a few more personal touches that I might not ever mention here. So let's make this week a fantastic one. Enjoy it. And most of all, remember, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And you don't have to be perfect. One healthier choice is better than none, right? Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.